Good morning, and welcome to Washington Live, powered by KCTC. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, filling in for Jaron Rosine. I'm joined in the studio this morning by our producer, Nick Steffens. Our publisher is Matt Bryant. And later today, our guest will be uh, the City of Washington Park Superintendent, Nick Pacia. If you have any birthday shout outs, uh, make sure to put them in the chat below or email washialive at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to learn more about the roles and responsibilities of the City of Washington Parks Department, how the Wellness Park is doing, and future plans out there. So I'm looking forward to talking to Nick more about, about that. Let's jump right into the weather. Uh, 71 degrees and partly cloudy outside. It did uh, seem like it was going to rain a little bit this morning, but it just just spit a little and it seems to maybe be cleared out until later yeah i'm glad because i need new windshield wipers and i've been just like putting it off because we're in a drought and now <laughs> it's like oh crap it's all of a sudden happening but i'm good and i'm good of course yep i almost got blown away this morning but the wind has calmed down a little bit from this weekend so so that's great uh looks like for some local events coming up this week we have uh some halloween festivities on uh saturday the 29th at the ymca there's a trunk or treat from 3 to 5 p.m so uh, if you want to get dressed up and take your kids out there and and get some treats make sure to check that out i think it's in the ymca parking lot here in washington and then uh, the citywide trick-or-treat is going to be on monday october 31st from 6 to 8 p.m so I'll uh, pray for those teachers who have to have to handle those kids on the, the day after a Monday of Halloween. So do you, do you take a parent tax of candy? I don't No, <laughs> I try to once I start it just it goes downhill. So I just try to avoid it. That's good. But I, I usually encourage my kids to like take it to school and 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 hand it out. And uh, most recently, I think at um, uh, homecoming, my son, uh, I guess he's a little entrepreneur. He was taking candy to school and selling it out of his backpack. Nice. I know. I'm, 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 I was I'm like, I feel like I'm not sure if I'm proud or, proud or disappointed of you. I was in, in middle school. They discontinued Twinkies for like that, like, because like host uh, Wonder Bread like went out of business. And okay. so my friend and I bought a Twinkie maker online and started selling them out of our backpacks. And it was like, it turned into like a, a whole operation of like, like I heard you have the stuff and like open the backpack and. <laughs> wow. Interesting. You might need to go on Shark Tank for that. <laughs> Homemade Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, jumping into the police report, uh, looks like 19 traffic stops, uh, six arrest warrants, five fire calls, uh, five calls for welfare checks, five for suspicious activities, three harassment, three animal checks, uh, three civil standby, two sex offender checks, two tobacco violations, and the list the list goes on 68 total calls, which doesn't seem too crazy for the weekend. Yeah, I guess if that's three days, it's, that's not too bad. Not too bad. Okay. It's too, yeah, I said it was the weather's not good enough for crime with okay. all the wind. Oh, okay. Gotcha. There you go. Everybody <laughs> stays inside when it's windy. Uh, and uh, a couple highlights here that Nick pulled out for us. Uh, had a caller report being out with an unoccupied vehicle and a subject in a golf cart that is possibly sleeping. 102 spoke with a subject in the golf cart. No issues. Vehicle is unoccupied on private property unsure why it's there it's a good saturday night yeah <laughs> <laughs> wake up in a golf cart you don't know how you got there <laughs> at least the weather was nice uh let's see here another one for suspicious activity on the 23rd uh caller reports finding bones in her backyard requests an officer 102 responded items were retrieved by 102 and turned over to medical examiner i you think this is halloween decorations I, I didn't even think about halloween decorations i was hoping it was animal 
I feel like you could be able to look and distinguish between animal and human, but that it, that's concerning. I hope they are Halloween decorations. <laughs> it's a little, little Wasn't concerning. it last time on the show, there was like the foot hanging out of the trunk that oh, someone yes. called? <laughs> it's me every time. I like pit in my stomach. I'm like, oh, Halloween. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then a traffic accident uh, in Wellman. A caller reports hitting the gas instead of the brake and hitting a building. 9214 responded. State accident report to be filed. A request for a license reevaluation also submitted. I feel like a lot of people need to go through a license reevaluation. <laughs> yeah, probably. I have almost hit the gas a couple times when I was supposed to hit the brake, so I've been there, but I have not. I've um, done the like the thought I was in reverse going forward. Yes. Mistake. Yes. Yep. So. Oh, Maybe I need a reevaluation. Nothing too serious, but just a, just a couple highlights. So, <laughs> all right. Anything else that uh, that we need to cover before we take a break and then chat with Nick? I think we're good to to go to break. All right, sounds good. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. This is just a general statement. I wondered why the ball was getting bigger. Then it hit me. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, joined in the studio uh, with the City of Washington Parks Superintendent, Nick Pesha. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for yeah. thanks for coming in today. <clears throat> Good to be here. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about um, your background and how you got into this uh, position? Well, uh, a little bit of, about my background. I grew up around the Oxford area, Clear Creek Amanda graduate way back in the day. Uh, went on to Central College. Go Dutch. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a Wartburg <laughs> yep, graduate. Yeah. I was hoping we wouldn't bring that up. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I think Wartburg beat Central in football, so we won't bring that up. Okay, but, okay. Um, yeah, and then uh, most recently, uh, before I was park superintendent here in, in Washington, I was a city administrator in Wellman for four years. And then... Um, just heard about this position through 
previous city administrator, uh, Brent Henson, and decided it was a good uh, time for a change in my life and career. And I like to say I'm a, a recovering uh, city administrator. So <laughs> it's a challenging position and uh, um, our local city administrators do a great job. So um, came over to the park superintendent position in the fall of 2015. So it's crazy going on seven years here pretty soon. And uh, I've really enjoyed the job. Um, getting to know everybody in the area and and just kind of wear a lot of different hats with my current position and it's it's good got a lot of exciting done a lot of things and got a lot of exciting things uh coming up in the parks department so yeah that's awesome what's your uh what's your degree in is it is it Um, in like administration business management communications yeah so you know still get to do uh you know some city stuff with the budget and and park board and city council but get to be outside doing lots of different things every day and still get some office work so it's a nice mix yeah that's awesome i was gonna say you seem to be an out an outdoors guy and enjoy Yep. That kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Especially in these nice fall days. Now, in the middle of winter, yeah. it's a little different. <laughs> I'll check back there, in then and I'm see out there how scooping it's snow and you drive by and see me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, tell me a little bit about your team and uh, I guess who else is on uh, the city of Washington Parks Department with you. Yeah. So we have uh, two full time employees, myself and Jason Peterson. And uh, before that, I was the only full time. Uh, Jason got hired or that position got created. Uh, in anticipation of the additional wellness park, you know, 80 acres of additional park ground, you know, four uh, softball, baseball fields, two multi-purpose fields. So a lot of additional work. Um, so the council created that position. Um, trying to remember when Jason started, like the summer of uh, 19, I believe. And so uh, we're the two full-time employees, so we work year-round. And then we've got, uh, you know, four to six part-time employees, kind of full-time part-timers that go April through around Thanksgiving. And that's a combination of a couple guys go 40 hours a week and then a couple guys just do uh, three days a week. Um, You know, one of the guys specializes in just mows. And then we've got, uh, of course, some of our staff take care of the flowers um, there by the log cabin um, in Sunset Park. And of course, downtown, all of our flowers there. So Mary Langer um, does that for us. Yeah, I saw her working just, I think, Friday, maybe, or this weekend, yeah. Time of year, cleaning out the flower beds. So, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a smaller staff, but we've we've got a lot of responsibility and and get a lot of of things done. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Do you want to tell me about some of the things that you guys manage and take care of? I mean, I think, you know, it kind of speaks for itself, but I'm guessing a lot of people don't really understand kind of all of the things that you guys take care of. Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, of course, parks... um, you know, with all the different parks, of course, Sunset Park's our largest park, about 40 acres and a uh, great park with the two play sets, New Dawn, the wood play set, and of course, the historic rocket slide. I remember um, helping uh, build the New Dawn at Sunset way back when yes. I was in high school or like put mulch in or something. Yep. It was kind of a community effort. Yeah, I think it's a nice, uh, been a nice addition to the community. Late 90s was and it was built and uh, still a great feature, uh, very popular. Yeah. A lot of out of town folks come in and use that from... I mean, there's daycares from Corville and North Liberty that come down and use it. Oh, awesome. It's well, still in great shape and very popular. Well, I love so. that it's like on the main street. So people driving through can can see something like that and be like, oh, that's cool and, and stop. So, yep. But, yep. Yeah. so we've got Sunset Park and all that associated with that from the uh, there's a skate park there. Um, our disc golf course that we expanded from nine to 18 holes. Um, we've got our dog park there on the west side. Um, and then... 
um, you know, the outdoor pool, which we manage and work closely with the Y on that. So um, myself and Jason are the certified pool operators. We take care of the maintenance and the chemicals and everything associated with that repairs. Um, and then the YMCA uh, manages the concessions and the lifeguards and does all the training with that and manages okay. that aspect of it. So it's a good relationship and works well. And then we've got uh, what we call like Upper Sesqua, which is like a prairie area up by Hayes Timber. Um, got some nice prairie grass up there and some walking trails. Um, Lower Sesqua is uh, kind of the start of the Keywash Trail. There's a parking area there and a shelter and some more prairie. The Wellness Park, like I mentioned, is about 85 acres. So that's uh, it's, it's quite of, uh, a maintenance area there. Yeah, no kidding. <clears throat> um, what we call East Creek or East Water Tower Park is about seven acres mm-hmm. over on the east side of town on the the where the East Water Tower sits yeah. <laughs> along Adams there where they're doing some some street work there. Little baseball field there. Yep, a uh, little baseball field, nice uh, flat uh, like kind of soccer field area for pickup games and maybe some flag football. Um, there's with the with the Adams construction, there's going to be a sidewalk uh, or actually I think it's just a sidewalk. I don't think it's going to be wide enough as, for a trail that's going to go around uh, two sides of that and then hopefully future expansion will oh, get around nice. the third side to give some more uh, connectivity in that town yeah uh, or on that side of town so that'll be good and then north park um which is right adjacent to stewart school so we uh, take care of the playground area there uh greenfield and redlinger fields the two ball fields over by case football field and the new renovated tennis pickleball courts over there so we kind of maintain all that and the little play area associated there at at redlinger and that's where um and nick you were just talking we just uh added a east side dog park over in that area so it's kind of the if folks are familiar with that area it's kind of the uh the outfield fence of redlinger and then outside of that before you get to the play area there's kind of some no man's land there Uh all fenced in already so we added a gate there closed off one area there's already uh, some water there um so as we get time and as time allows we'll add um some a sidewalk and a little shelter there and shade but oh, just a nice a area idea. for folks on the east side of town you know instead of going all the way west to sunset park um it's a nice little dog park area for that yeah that's right a great the... idea especially with the park there and the fields and the yep. pickleball <clears throat> and tennis yep great. then of course madison park um the old madison park and then a couple years ago the city acquired um the jones property it was kind of a vacant house uh violet and triv jones and um their family donated that to the city the city uh, demolished the house and then moved the garage and had a blank space so we decided to expand the current madison park and make a nice green space there um kind of on the main drag and, yeah that looks nice um put some money into it with landscaping and and built the pavilion there in-house uh had some local businesses that were very generous in their support of that with EBD donating the lumber and the trusses and then Washington Lumber donating some of the materials too. So that was great. It looks nice. It nice, is, yeah. nice area. Um, closed off the alleyway there to make it cohesive. And then, of course, Central Park. You know, uh, there's so many events that happen at Central Park each year from, um, <clears throat> of course, the farmer's market every Thursday to some church services to the Big Town Festival to um you know concerts and movie nights on friday mm-hmm. nights and just uh it seems like that park got even more busy with covid and everybody moved everything outdoors yeah right <laughs> so um maintaining that and and of course the historic fountain uh so it's about a 90 year old fountain which presents challenges and <laughs> keeping it running every year you cross your fingers when you push the button it's so pretty though it is it's <laughs> neat you know it's uh 
you know, the kind of the logo and the icon of the city. And yeah. it's, it's a nice feature and lots of, everybody's got great memories of that. And it's, it's, it's nice. So, um, what else, you know, the key wash trail, uh, the, the city staff, uh, maintains the in-town portion. We work closely with Zach and County conservation on the, on the key wash and that's, uh, other areas in town. I think that's most of them. There's fourth Avenue park, um, there by the railroad tracks, you know, there's a lot of other little areas we maintain kind of around town, of course, city hall and police fire station. we got to you know maintain those grounds and stuff. So keeps us busy. Yeah. That's I was going to say, sure. I'm exhausted just <laughs> listening to all those things. Yeah. Wondering how you keep that all straight. Yeah. It's, it's challenging. And then everything else that pops up. You right. Know, so, yeah, of yeah. course. Okay. Well, uh, so you mentioned the, the fountain, is there, um, is there a time you put it to sleep for the winter? Is that coming up soon? Yeah, so it's it's already drained. Uh, so we try to get it open before Memorial Day, a week or two before Memorial Day. Again, depending on what issues and yeah. leaks and problems we have um, to get that going and then keep it running all summer. And then we used to kind of shut it down around Labor Day. Um, I try to keep it open depending on, of course, mechanical issues and the leaves are the big thing. So I'll try to keep it open through homecoming because of the festivities down there. Yeah. And then the fall craft fair, uh, usually like the first weekend in October. So we got through all that this year and then the leaves really started falling. So we went ahead and pulled the plug and drained it and got a, we put the cover on for the decoration for winter here shortly and get that fired up around uh, Thanksgiving, you know, the Saturday after Thanksgiving when the parade is and everything. Yeah. So very cool. Yep. And we assist uh, the main street and chamber with putting up some of the other decorations downtown and the building lights and all that. So yeah, very keeps busy. us hopping in yeah, the fall. No kidding. So what does a normal day look like? I mean, with all of those responsibilities, I mean, how do you, how do you juggle all that or manage your time? You know, it really depends on the time of year, obviously in the middle of the summer when it's raining and grass is growing, we've got plenty to mow and string trim and spray in the spring. Um, everything kind of comes to a head in the spring. It's a busy time, you know, with um, soccer gets going, uh, baseball and softball. So you got to get all the fields ready and, and get those going. And then of course you got to get the fountain going by a certain time and don't forget about the outdoor pools got to get going by a certain time and and that's got its challenges uh coming out of winter every year um and then the flowers it's all it's all at the same time so it's juggling you know deadlines and priorities then now in the fall when we shut down the pool and the fountain we get to catch our breath and work on some other little projects that we kind of just put off yeah that we don't have time for in the summer um so like currently we're putting the finishing touches on a new shelter at the north at the north end of the wellness park along the North 18th soccer fields. Okay. Um, again, generous donations from EBD and Washington Lumber for that. Um, built that in-house with the help of our public works department and got it all framed up. We got the concrete poured and getting ready to put the, the metal on the roof here as soon as the weather and the wind allow. Yeah, it looks great. My yeah. son played soccer out there this weekend, so I got to take take a look at it. That'll be nice. Yeah. Nice addition to the, the area as that continues to develop. Yep, yep. Um, another amenity to that area, you know, I think back in the day, those were going to be temporary soccer fields until the wellness park got built, but they're good, solid fields. And you know, we're starting to kind of just put some work into that and dress those up and they'll become permanent. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Talking about the wellness park. So uh, the wellness <clears throat> park uh started in Washington how many years ago and kind of how are things going and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So the concept of the wellness park has been around for a long time, way before me, um, back to the mid nineties, there was groups started and then had some momentum got some conceptual designs 
started and then just kind of fizzled out for lack of funding and, and different things. Um, you know, when I interviewed for the job, I knew that uh, this was going to be a priority for, you know, the city administrator and council is to get this back on the radar. And that was in, again, 2015. And then in 2017, a committee was formed and uh, approved by council and then went through the process of that. And I believe we did our first dirt work in 2019. Um, of course, making rolling farm fields uh, into flat ball fields was quite a challenge. Um, moved a lot of dirt and, yeah. and did all the kind of the, the not uh, glamorous parts of putting in the water, sewer, electric, uh, the roadbed, storm, storm infrastructure. So DeLong's um, uh, did a majority of that. And then in 2020 was the kind of the finishing touches of adding the fences and putting the final infields in um, the concrete around the concession stand uh, done by uh, Grainer Buildings, um, irrigation on all the ball fields, uh, parking lot and all that. And so that was in 2020. And then we had our first ball games in the spring of 21 there. So we just finished up our second year. That's awesome. So, it's been a huge asset to the community, and I know yeah. it gets used a ton. And now people are like, "Well, when are four more fields going to be added? Yeah. <laughs> What's the next plan?" So, yep. So it's it's great to have. It's something that uh, you know the city of Washington we can be proud of to have. It was kind of a hodgepodge of fields across town, and yeah. wasn't real conducive to host tournaments of uh, bouncing around town to different fields. And it's nice to have a central location and. Um, it's a it's a great amenity to have and to to keep folks here that want to raise a family to to get folks to move here to to raise a family and just something to be be proud of you know we've got a got a lot of momentum started and got a lot of uh, future plans and conceptual designs for yeah. it down the road. Well, it looks great. Yeah, it's awesome start and the um, sand volleyball out there. I know that's been nice uh, to yep. have that uh, and the soccer fields there. So. Um, very cool. Yeah. Well, I think we'll probably uh, take a commercial break and then we'll um, finish talking to Nick maybe about future plans of the wellness park and what else his team is up to this winter. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself.
Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, joined in the studio by uh, Park Superintendent Nick Pesha. We're just talking about uh, all the things that uh, his team manages uh, as far as the parks go in Washington. And uh, I've lived here my whole life, and he named more parks than I knew that we had. So imagine <laughs> that. I mean, when he starts naming them off, I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So, um, And then we, we just uh, kind of finished our conversation or headed into commercial we were talking about the wellness park and what a great addition that's been to the community um so what else is going on at the wellness park what do you guys hope to to continue to build out there yeah so in the original conceptual designs um there was always a spot slated for a play set up there so um again like we talked about earlier awesome complex um it's kind of leaning towards more of a sports complex now like to you know get it uh, some of those park amenities back um, you know, the only complaints we get about it are shade, which it's, you know, you got to work on that with some yeah. man-made structures yeah. and then give the trees. We've done a lot of work on tree plantings out there. We've got uh, over 75 trees planted out there with our tree committee. But and then the only other complaint is, you know, there's no place set or something for siblings to do while, um, you know, the, the other kids are playing ball. Yeah. The other ones are kind of going stir crazy. So um, we've got a lot of momentum and we've got some generous donations and pledges for a large play set up there. Um, if folks are familiar with it, it's on the main path from the, the parking lot going up to the ball play, ball fields. Uh, on the right hand side, there's a flat open area before you get to the batting cages and directly across from um, a new pavilion that was built this spring. Uh, it's the Rotary and David Collins Pavilion that uh, was built this spring. So we kind of planned it out for that. But a, a large, um, you know, it's it's upwards of $300,000 play set with a complete um, ADA compliant uh, soft surface or port in place rubber surface. Um, you know, the bad thing about our current play areas, we've got, you know, the rocket slide and the wood play set and the other ones we talked about, but they're not ADA compliant. So we really wanted to get a ADA compliant play set under the city's jurisdiction. Yeah. And um, to have it up there is, is going to be great because everything's ADA compliant up there with the trail and we've got some parking and everything. So um, we've got a, a grant application into the Riverboat Foundation, keeping our fingers crossed on that. Hopefully here... Um, uh, yes or no on that in the next month or so. And then if we do get that, that's kind of the linchpin and we'll be able to move forward. Of course, with all the lovely supply chain issues and stuff, it's about a 10 month uh, lead time, but it would still work out. Okay. You know, if we, if we can, um, successful with the grant, uh, give the, the company a thumbs up and then, you know, late summer, early fall next year for installation. So yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. It'll be nice. It'd be a, awesome amenity to have up there and kind of make it kind of transition into, um, you know, some park stuff instead of just a sports complex. Yeah. Very cool. And, uh, let's see other future stuff there at the wellness park. Uh, other conceptual designs have a, a large pond <clears throat> potentially going in there between kind of the ball fields and the soccer fields there to the South. And that's about a three surface acre pond. Um, hope to, to get that completed in the next phase, whenever that may be. I think, our um, long-term capital improvements plan has got some money slated for that in fiscal 25. Okay. So a couple years down the road. Um, and then of course, adding more trails up there to connect uh, with the key wash. We've, we're already connected with the key wash uh, through a 10 foot wide concrete trail up to the wellness park. And then just extending the trail around the kind of the perimeter of the wellness park um, around the 17 acres of prairie grass that we planted this spring and, and wildflowers and, 
Um, <clears throat> other future plans could be a nice uh, shelter, large shelter, maybe even like a four season shelter where we could host some small events, um, things like that, family reunions or yeah. rehearsal dinners or something, um, you know, to be determined. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a lot of momentum. Uh, people are excited about the park and seeing, you know, the continued work on that. So hopefully we can keep that momentum and keep building it out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that sounds, yeah, it's exciting for the, the city of Washington and the county and yeah. having all those things um, yep. so close to home would be awesome. Yeah. What about scoreboards out at the fields? Yes. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the works for soccer. Okay. Um, so the high school uh, men's and women's soccer team are using the Wellness Park now for their practice and competition fields. So the one closest to the parking lot is the competition field. So um, since they're no longer using their scoreboard, we're working on um, getting it reinstalled out there at the at the Wellness Park for oh, their be nice. competition field. Yeah. Um, now on the baseball, softball fields, it's not, that's probably a, more of a back burner. Um, it, those kind of money-wise, those are one of the kind of the first things to get cut yeah. kind of thing. But um, not never say never. Yeah. But uh, the nice to have and the haves to have. A little so, yeah. back burner thing. So, okay. yeah. Very cool. Yep. Well, I'm excited about um, all the things you shared with us today. And I think that's, yeah, really exciting. And sounds yeah. like you have your hands full for sure. So yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff uh, going on and it's fun to be a part of. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being here today. Um, what's the national day today? Uh, it's national baloney day. All right. Nothing like going bologna. in from, from parks to, to national baloney day. <laughs> Do you like baloney? Uh, I used to like, it was one of those things I ate so much as a kid. They just like, I'm just like sick of it now. <laughs> yeah. And so I hate baloney. What's you, Nick? Are you a baloney guy? Every now and then, yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong with it. Fry it or eat it cold? Nope, just cold. Yeah, okay. just on a sandwich. It's just something about it. I just, I, I don't even know if I've ever eaten bologna. So I, just, <laughs> I just can't. I mean, it's definitely not the most, the, not, the, not, the, not the nicest meat. Yeah, so. All right, National Bologna Day. There you have it. Maybe that'll be, uh, I don't have dinner plans yet, so maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll surprise the kids. <laughs> All, All right. right. Are you ready for the uh, the birthday game to close the show out? Ready or not. <laughs> Highly anticipated. I'm excited. Excited? Yeah. yeah. So I explained the rules off the air, but I'll put a celebrity whose birthday's today or and also tomorrow because the birthdays today kind of suck. Um, and you'll guess their age. If you Within three years, you get a point. If you're right on, you get two points. Okay. Whoever has the most right on answers uh, will win for the tiebreaker if that comes down to it. So first up, we have uh, Drake, the, uh, where is he? The uh, singer, rapper. Oh, was a, Drake. was an actor. Um, that is good. I've heard of Drake. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, you want to go first, Nick, or you want me to? Oh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, I have no idea. I'm going to go with 45. Okay. I feel like maybe that's. I'm going to take the under <laughs> and go. Uh, <laughs> ja, 41. He is actually only 36. Oh, jeez. So, so no points that time. Dang no it. points. Um, and as I said earlier, I apologize. He looks for, so mature. For the, uh, for the birthdays uh, today. I know who he is. You know, I, you know who, know. Oh, I guess you do have young yeah. boys, so maybe they watch. PewDiePie, the uh, most famous YouTuber. Oh. Um, oh. He mm. plays video games for a oh living. Oh, my gosh. And makes, and gets, million, and makes, and good makes money millions probably. of dollars. Oh, his beard's throwing me off, but his <clears> job <throat> makes me think that he's young. All right, I'm going to go 33. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I'll go uh, <clears throat> 29. 
He is 33, so two points. Wow. For Diana. <clears throat> for Nick still. Right. But still got a lot of celebrities, I guess two celebrities to go. <clears throat> we have uh, Katy Perry, uh, uh. the singer, the pop singer. Katy Perry. Let's see. I'm going to um, go. I'll go, go first on this okay. one. Okay, okay. Cause, yeah. 40. I don't know if that's. Uh, I don't know if that's. I don't know. Uh, 41. She is 38. So you guys both get a point. Three to one. So now if you get right on on this last one, you could tie it. Oh, uh, we have, is he? <laughs> we have uh, Craig Robinson from several comedies. Oh. Both oh. network comedies, movie comedies. I'm just going to go straight up 50. No clue. Huh. Let's go 46. He is 51. So All right. Four to, four to one. A little bit, of, a slight blowout. A slight blowout. Sorry, Nick. This is my first time winning, I believe. So well, do you want to take a trophy? No, I won't take a trophy. That's okay. <laughs> I have too many things on my counter at home right now. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again uh, for joining us, Nick. I enjoyed talking yes. to you about the, the, the parks. Um, and thanks to everybody who joined in today on Washington Live. Please like, follow, and share. Uh, make sure to share suggestions in the chat for future shows or email us at washialive at gmail.com. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich. We'll see you soon.